on the next episode of Sip Suds and Smokes. Today is a wine episode, so it's been a long time. I'd like it tasting. Yes, he would. <laughs> so here are the wines we're going to be discussing today. So we have from Chateau Montalena, the Chateau Montalena 2019 Chardonnay, the Chateau Montalena 2019 Cabernet Sauvignon, the Chateau Montalena Estate Cabernet Sauvignon 2018, and from Davis Estates, we have the Davis Estates 2019 Pinot Noir, the 2018 Cabernet Sauvignon, and the 2015 Phase 5 from Davis Estates. Again, if you're not happy now, there's something deeply disturbed inside your soul. There's something broken inside you. Or, or you could be a politician. Same thing. <laughs> we'll be right back after this break. live from the dude in the basement studios why because that's where the good stuff is it sips suds and smokes with your smoking host the good old boys It's sippin' time. Yes, it's sippin' time again. Hello and welcome to this Sips episode where everything good in life is worth discussing. As always, we are the best thing on at 2 a.m., 2.15, 2.17.45. For 37 minutes. As soon as hee-haw yeah. gets off the air, we're the best thing. Hee-haw. Nothing is better than hee-haw. That's why I say as soon yeah. as they get Nothing off the air, we're better. the best thing. Junior samples? Oh, come on. BR549. No, I'm sorry. No, no. Nothing's better. And and the hee-haw honeys. Oh, yeah. The hee-haw honeys. Hey, Quality. Hey, hey, Kenny Rogers married one and Elvis dated another right. one. Right. What more do you need? Yeah. Come yeah. on, man. Well, this is Made Man Bob, and joining me are good old gal Denise. Good morning, gentlemen. It's always a pleasure. This is a pleasure? Well, I thought I'd be kind. Yeah, you're being nice. <laughs> She's, she's putting on the happy voice and stuff right now. She's throwing <laughs> up in a bag. <laughs> Made man, Maury. A pleasure to be here, Bob. Good morning. Yeah, if, if you're not happy now, then there's something broken deep, deep in your yeah. soul. And good old boy, Justin. Oh, good morning. Pleasure to be here. Well, our sip segments are all about uh, wine, distilled spirits, tea, coffee, pretty much anything that you can drink. Um, and today is a wine episode, so... Good afternoon, Mr. Wick. It's been a long time. I'd like it tasting. Yes, he would. <laughs> so here are the wines we're going to be discussing today. So we have from Chateau Montalena, the Chateau Montalena 2019 Chardonnay, the Chateau Montalena 2019 Cabernet Sauvignon, the Chateau Montalena Estate Cabernet Sauvignon 2018, and from Davis Estates, we have the Davis Estates 2019 Pinot Noir, the 2018 Cabernet Sauvignon, and the 2015 Phase 5 from Davis Estates. 
again, if you're not happy now, there's something deeply disturbed inside your soul. There's something broken inside you, or, or you could be a politician, same thing, you know? So, <laughs> so let's have, uh, against my better judgment, let's have Justin tell us about our SIPs ratings. Welcome to California from the governor. No, no, when you do it, uh, California. You have to, you have to overpronounce it. California. It's, it's like 17 syllables. Hear me now and believe me later. Oh, hear me now and go next door. Yeah. One sip. Give me a glass of water to wash out my mouth. Ah, get on the chopper. Two sips. Nice, but what else do you have? Well, isn't that Anabolic nice? steroids. Well, isn't that nice? Yeah. Three sips. Mm, interesting, but what was this again? Interesting. Four sips. Let's keep the secret to ourselves. Pour me another. He's That's losing classified. it. It's it's slipping. He was doing okay at the beginning, lost, but he's losing lost. it. Yeah, is the proper adjective. Yeah. Five sips. Oh my! I was unaware anything could be this good. No, he's lost. Oh my! He had it for very just for that briefest moment. He had it there, and then it just it just like a dove when you release it, it just went away. So, uh, well, well, you know, we tried. Yep. Well, let's have Denise tell us all about the folks at uh, Chateau Montalino. Oh, well, I don't know. That's a hard act to follow, Justin. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> yeah. You can do it. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Well, the Chateau Montalino Winery was constructed in 1888 and intended as a barrel aging facility. The Chateau was unique in materials, plan, size, and style for its era. In the 19th century, Napa Valley... The majority of wineries were constructed of wood. Instead, the chateau is made of stone with walls 3 to 12 feet thick. Wow. Yeah. Which provides natural insulation against outside heat or cold. Similarly, the structure built into a hillside to the structure was built into a hillside to further regulate temperature, something necessary for producing quality wines but uncommon at the time. Originally, the interior was one large space with a second-story crushing floor, built in 1960. A second-floor apartment was inserted so the chateau could be used as a home. The property was purchased by the Barrett family in 1972. It was their 1973 Chardonnay that was the winner at the famous Judgment of Paris in 1976. Matt Crafton became the winemaker in 2014 after having been with the winery since 2008. In addition to spearheading the largest vineyard replant and redesign in the winery's history, Matt leads Chateau Montalena's sustainability program and was instrumental in helping the winery become certified as a Bay Area green business and Napa Green Winery. He also assisted completing the installation of a 220 kilowatt, not a gigawatt, solar array at the winery in an effort to become more efficient and sustain energy needs. The first wine that we're going to try today is the Chateau Montalena 2019 Chardonnay. It is 100% Chardonnay, 10 months in French oak, and an ABV of about 14.1%. 
The warm, dry spring was punctuated by two inches of rain in May, spurring vine growth heading into summer. There was plenty of heat and sunshine during June and July as ripening accelerated ahead of schedule. The lighter-than-expected crop pushed ripening further ahead as all of the Chardonnay vineyards began to move together like a tidal wave which broke on August 22nd. After seven intense days, the entire Chardonnay crop was harvested. It's a far cry from 15 to 30 days in most years and the fastest on record for the winery. Wowza. Right. And this is a very lovely Chardonnay, I must say. Um, The nose is so pleasant, so inviting. Um, I get a lot of wet stone. Mm-hmm. Um, on this, I, I mean, I definitely get some orange blossom. Uh, there's a description about pie crust, and I definitely get that as well. It's something I would have never picked out of this or or described, but when you read about it, you're like, oh, there it is. Uh, the palette for me is very soft and citrusy. Um, there's a lot of minerality. It's got a lovely finish of lemons. Uh, the finish is about a medium finish, not too long. It's not short, but it's a lovely, lovely Chardonnay. And anybody that wants to expand on that, please do. <laughs> I'll pick up where you left off. Sure. Uh, the color is very light straw, mm. uh, extremely pale in color, but that is just a mind mess. You can't say that word. <laughs> because uh, when you when you put it to your nose... I would agree with you. I'm getting an overwhelming honeysuckle, apricot, a little peach, uh, and perhaps a little pie crust. I mean, it's really just spectacular on the nose. Uh, On the palate, I agree. It was just silky and delightful. There's a little mango and citrus, a little Meyer lemon. But I agree with you. It had some nice acidity. It's got some chalky minerality. Um, it's definitely not over oaked. It's uh, the, the oak is definitely there, but it's 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 in the background. It's not a soloist, nor is it uh, in the foreground. And considering how much time it's been in French oak, and we don't know if that was new, um, you would expect a little bit more oak. But honestly, mm-hmm. it's balanced nicely. It's well integrated, and it just provides a backbone, but not really the like I said, not the soloist up front. And then I would agree with you. The finish was delightful. Um, some described it as as you know somewhat uh, tart and mouthwatering. I didn't find it to be that. I thought the acid was well integrated, well balanced. I thought it was beautifully done. It's a it's a spectacular Chardonnay. I, I wouldn't necessarily confuse it with a, a French white Burgundy, but uh, for what it is, uh, I think it's delicious. Agreed. Justin, what do you think? I think that this expression's good right out of the bottle. You don't really need to give it air time. It's not bad with air, but I think it's best right out of the bottle. So if you're opening five or six bottles for your event in the evening, crack this one first and start with it. That's what I think. I am a fan of warming up my Chardonnays a little bit, you know. Coming this is right delightful. Out of the wine it's cool. just at the right temperature. This is just below room temperature mm-hmm. and it's delightful yeah it really opens it up well i think i think we can all agree justin is mentally deranged um (laughs) no one's ever disputed that an absolutely beautiful chardonnay and and everything that you come to expect from a chardonnay from montalena um they've been making amazing chardonnay for many 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 decades um the nose on it is just 
Oh, it's just sublime. Oh, it's just everything you want. It's just melon and that slight bit of citrus on the tip of the nose. A little bit of honeysuckle, a little bit of toast. I mean, just so well done. And on the palate, mm, the acidity is there. It's not overwhelming, but it's just so mouth-filling. Um, there's a just a slight bit of minerality in there. I get I mean, a can, little pepper on the nose, like yeah. right at the end, mm-hmm. just a just a hint. You get just a little bit really of that dusty earthiness to it on the finish, especially on the teeth and the front. Um, the citrus is there, the lemon is there, a little bit of apricot, just so well done. I mean, it's just every every flavor, every scent. The acidity, everything is just so well in proportion, so well balanced. Um, yeah, it's it's hard to beat this. It's really, I really hard. I think Bob likes it. I think he likes it a little bit. <laughs> just a little bit. The nose is probably the most unique of a Chardonnay I've had in a long time, with all mm. the tropical fruits and perfume and delight. A lot of Chardonnays you just get butter and oak, mm. and this one really delivers on the nose. And a beautiful winery, um, beautiful facility. I got the chance to meet Matt Craft and talk to him on the phone. A, a good bit uh, a while back, but got to meet him. Um, really nice guy, making great wine. And we'll be back. Hey, and we're back, and we just finished discussing the Chateau Montalena 2019 Chardonnay. And for that expression from Chateau Montalena, we're going to be rating the Montalena 2019 Chardonnay a well deserved four sips. That's classified. So let's move on to our next wine from Chateau Montalena. We're going to have Justin tell us about that one. Let's see. Or maybe not. Maybe. maybe. So we've got Chateau Montalena, Napa Valley. This says Cabernet Sauvignon. Were we talking about the Pinot? No, you're no, right. We're talking yeah. about okay. that. Okay, yeah, keep going. It's 91% Cabernet Sauvignon, 9% Merlot, 16 months in French and Eastern European oak, 28% new and 13.8% alcohol by volume. On the nose, I got fresh blueberries, blackberry pie, dark fruit, baking spices, vanilla, clove, and cinnamon. It's like a really nice bakery in the morning. On the palate, it was like dense and chewy with uh, bright red fruit, fine tannins, layers of flavor. It's like the bottom of that glass of orange juice where all the pulp is the good stuff so <laughs> the good stuff. okay never heard the- of cabernet discussed quite like that but okay what the hell hey you don't bring me for the same old same old that's, that's true. true on the finish it was like a nice spicy espresso i enjoyed it what did you think maury well, that's tough uh, description to follow, um, but I love this wine. I thought it was delicious, uh, beautiful, deep, dark, uh, garnety color. Um, I agree with you about the nose. The nose was spectacular. Um, for me, the nose faded a little bit. It was much more perfumey when it came out of the bottle, and over the last 45 minutes, a lot of that has blown off. I agree with you about the, the palate. It's got layers. It's dense. It's chewy. It's it's really nice. And uh, and the palate is medium to long. Or excuse me, the finish is medium to long. It just kind of lingers on. It's a beautifully made char- uh, Cabernet. Really, uh, I really like it. 
and uh, there's there's no flaws. It's extremely well made, and uh, would go well with almost any meal. Denise, or no meal, or no meal. Yeah. <laughs> why do we always have yeah, to have a meal? Have to, we, Let's we just don't need to eat anymore. Screw it all up right. with food. Good lord. We ate nope. last quarter. Nope. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm perfectly fine to swig it out of the bottle if that, you know, that's okay with <laughs> yeah. you. I mean, the alcohol will kill the COVID, I'm pretty sure. So, good. <laughs> it's good. worth a try. Keep drinking. <laughs> I like this wine. I like this wine a lot. Um, I bake this pie in the summer called, I don't know what it's called. It's like a summer berry pie. And when I'm cooking the berries, so it's raspberries and blackberries and blueberries and, um, that's what include <laughs> any schnozberries? Yeah. I wish. But um that's the nose that I get here when I, I'm cooking those berries before I put them in the pie. It's just this beautiful aroma of, you know, mixed berries or pie filling as opposed to just the pie. Uh that's what I get on the nose. And and the palate is it's just as wonderful. The, the taste is it's got bright fruit, it's got that mixed berry fruit for me. And I like the finish. The finish is a little dry, and I really wasn't peppery. expecting that mm, because pepper. you get this, you get this fruity aroma and this fruit on the palate, and then you get this like lovely, surprising, you know, and a dry finish. It's really nice. But um, I, I thought I agree um, with Justin. No Zin. food. Remind me yes. of Zin. There's there's a little spice and pepper, and the pepper. on the finish. Mm-hmm. On the finish. Absolutely, really good. You know, Maury, if you turn around and lick that wallpaper, the snozberries taste just like snozberries. <laughs> just in case you were wondering. So, you know. Thank you, Charlie. Can I lick the wallpaper? Go right ahead. Yeah. Okay. It's made just, well, you used to eating the pa- <laughs> We found you in a, in a abandoned apartment eating the chips of paint off the wall. So I really think licking the wallpaper is probably a step up. So, yeah. Mm. Sitting there with a bottle of booze in his hand going, my precious, like Gollum. So, um, what more You're can you say? You're to keep that little story to yourself. Yeah, well, like any of us are different, please. Just a beautiful, a beautiful Cabernet. Mm-hmm. I mean, just berries and dark fruit, stewed dark fruit. Yeah, I think the stewed dark fruit, especially on the back end, uh, really comes through nicely. Uh, definitely dark, darker fruit than some of the brighter red fruit that we've seen in other wines a little bit of clove but you really have to deep inhale and then you get it in the back of the nose their their tasting notes have cinnamon i'm not picking up any cinnamon but i definitely pick up the clove and the palate on it is just so mm, so lovely and thick and chewy it's got beautiful tannins mostly up front not back palate but the teeth the front of the palate um mm, just a chewy chewy delicious wine a little bit of cocoa like you said it's it's it you'd almost mistake this for a zin because i'm Mm -hmm. I'm getting that pepper to it Mm -hmm. and i i do want to point out that a lot of people would take these wines and treat them much like an old world wine they do use a lot of old world style Mm. and to their winemaking and lay it down for quite a bit of time this is a relatively new release it's a 2019 yeah uh, we did, uh, I believe we all venturied it to give it mm. some air. It's been in the glass now for a good 45, 50 minutes, and it's drinking beautifully. I, I have no problem drinking this right yeah. out of the right after purchase. I don't think it needs to lay down. I think it may improve with time, mm-hmm. but um, it's it's ready to go now for sure. Yeah, it, 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 it's, it's fantastic now with time. I think it'll only get better, but uh, you don't need to wait. I mean, it's it's great straight out of the bottle. 
and again, typical Montalena. I mean, quality, quality. You know, I mean, you, they they don't put out bad wine ever. So a delicious wine. And we're going to be rating the uh, Chateau Montalena Napa Valley Cabernet Sauvignon 2019, a well-deserved four sips. That's classified. So, Maury, why don't you tell us about our last wine from Montalena? Happy, Bob. Thank you. Uh, the next wine is the Montalena Estate Cabernet Sauvignon 2018. It is 98% Cabernet Sauvignon, 1.5% Petit Verdot, and 0.5% Cabernet Franc. It's been aged for 22 months in 100% French oak, 40% of which is new. The alcohol comes in at 14.2% ABV. Late spring rains in March and April of 2018 were very productive, and the vines responded with plentiful growth into summer. Unusually low nighttime temperatures coupled with warm to hot days magnified the acidity in the fruit, creating elegant structure for extended aging. And again, we've talked about that earlier. These wines are meant to age, uh, and many people are not drinking them right away. The harvest was slow and methodical as subtle variations in soil and sun exposure magnified the typically nuanced differences in ripening and maturation. So, the wine has a beautiful, deep, dark, brooding color. Uh, On the nose, really interesting. Raspberry, hint of mint, plum, some baking spice, clove, cedar, vanilla, cassis, uh, hints of graphite. They talk about some sage. I didn't really get the sage on the nose, but some have noted that. On the palate, the the tannins are definitely a little bit more bold. This wine's got a little bit more backbone and structure um, than the previous one, even though it's a year older. It's got lots of dark fruit, black cherry, definitely some black pepper again. And it's got a little bit of that earthy, dusty uh, character to it. It's beautifully mouth-coating. You can chew it. You can enjoy it. It's got a beautiful long finish. Um, It just kind of goes on and on. Uh, A little hint of dried blackberry at the end of the finish. I thought for me, this was a clear step up from the previous wine, which was delicious. Um, Again, a beautiful wine and extremely well-made. Denise, what'd you think? Well, it's really hard to follow that description, Maury, but... um I agree with just about everything you said, except for the sage. Um, Can I record that? Can you rewind and say that again? (laughs) You'd mentioned the mint, but I I did get herbs uh, on the nose. I did. uh, I got the mint, the sage, and a rosemary, I believe. And I went back to it. I'm like, yeah, I think that's rosemary. I grow rosemary. Um, You know, rosemary can obviously be a little pungent and you know overpowering but it's it's not here it's just there i don't know if it's really there but that's what i get but everything else that you described with regard to um you know the mouthfeel and the taste spot on delicious wine can you say that again no no i will not (laughs) no it's never going to happen just move on what do you think jason so I think the wine was really well constructed um, in addition to the mint, which I got on the nose and the palate. Um, I got a nice note of dill too, but all the, all the floral notes in the nose and the palate were really well balanced. Um, I would love to try this again in seven years. I think the dill is definitely there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get a, 
It's, it's like hard herb to, garden. I, it's yeah. hard to put my finger on a particular herb. There's mm-hmm. there's this sort of herbaceous mm-hmm. green herb sort of undercoat. Very, very faint. Very, very right. in the back. You've got to search for it. Um, but I'm glad you qualified that because you guys are starting to give the impression that this is like drinking no, a no, V8. No, and it's no, not no, like no. drinking an herb, a glass of herbs. No. You this have is to, not a... Well, we're, we're going full geek and we're really trying to dissect like way inside this wine it's not herbal up front whatsoever no No, on the palate it's got beautiful dark fruit and it's really everything you'd expect from a california cab but yes you're you're getting into the some of the minutia and uh, and the really subtle characteristics which is fun to do but um but i want to just clarify that this is not a glass of uh minced herbs no well you find those on the nose and and then you find those to be very inviting and it draws mm. you in, and and you want to taste yeah, the wine. This, is, this so, is something you have yeah. to really you have to really search for to find that 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 herbal note to it. It's way 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 in the back, but I mean on the front, raspberries, plums, you know, dark red fruit, stewed dark red fruit, um, cassis, um, a little bit of a minerality to the nose, a little slaty graphitey uh edge to the nose um on the palate hold on Mm. on the palate it's got some beautiful tannins up front again front front tannins as opposed to back again dark fruit black cherries a little bit of pepper i mean really just so well put together um on the finish, it's a an earthy. See, that's the thing. I'm like, is it the earthy, dusty nature that I'm thinking is the herbal, or is the herbal there in addition to that? So that's the thing I'm trying to figure out right now. But just so well done. Um, but unlike the previous one, which was fantastic out of the bottle as well, I think this one is only going to get better with time. I think this one is really made to put aside for the long run. Well, especially they're, they're yeah. either states or reserves are yeah. typically meant that way. A little bit more time, a little bit more structure, a little bit more ageability. And I agree with you. This one will continue yeah. to improve for a long yeah. time. It's got miles to go. The regular cab, I did not feel guilty at all opening it up. It's fantastic. This one, I feel a little bit guilty because I keep thinking if I'd have, if we could have waited another two or three years, how much better it would even be than it already is. Um, but all in all, if you open it now, that's fine. You're you're doing okay. It's you're not you're not going to be disappointed. Trust me on that one. I mean, an absolutely fantastic wine. Um, again, it's Montalena. They they don't put out bad wine. Period. So, um, anybody else got any other notes? Anything else? Anything? It's all been said. All right, well, we're going to be rating the Chateau Montalena Estate Cabernet 2018 a well-deserved five sips. Oh, my goodness. Yes! 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 Did we rate the Chardonnay? Yeah. We did? Yep. Oh, okay. Yep. (laughs) I mean, we talked. We gave it four sips. Oh, okay. We talked about it. It was so great, and I thought, I remember rating it. Well, you've been drinking, so. Okay. (laughs) Well, there you uh, go. Do it. But yeah, it's, uh, you know, again, 
you, you don't get a bad wine from Montalena. I've never had a wine from Montalena that I went, well, that wasn't a great year. I mean, the worst year I've ever had from them. I went, boy, I wish I had a case of that. So it's it's always quality. So let's well, go so. on and we'll have Maury tell us about our second winery for the day. The next winery we'll be discussing is Davis Estates. Davis Estates was founded in 2011 by former tech executive Mike Davis and his wife Sandy when they purchased land from the Saviez family that had previously been part of a winery with roots dating back to 1900. The following year, they purchased an adjacent property to make up the 155 acres of the current estate. The original barn on the property dates back to 1916, so the Davis family designed all of the new buildings they built to blend with the style of their old barn. In 2016, they had completed the caves, the winery, and the visitor center. Their vineyards consist of Cabernet Sauvignon, Petit Syrah, and over 35-year-old Cabernet Franc vines. They also source fruit from other premium Napa vineyards. The first wine from Davis Estates will be the Davis Estates Pinot Noir 2019. It is 100% Pinot Noir from Carneros, aged nine months in 50% new French oak and 50% one to two year old French oak. It comes in at 14.2% ABV. The color is a, a bit of a brick slash pale garnet color. The nose is just full of cherry, lots and lots of cherry. It's a cherry bomb on the nose. It's just delicious. You just feel like you stuck your head in a bowl of fresh cherries. On the palate, classic Pinot Noir. I, I love this. I thought this wine um, reminded me of some of the Pinots that I really like in that it had a little more body and layer. It had some earthiness. It had some mushroom and some umami, a little bit of baking spice. Um, it, it definitely had some red and even some dark fruit. And then I found the finish to be long. There was hints of cocoa and rhubarb and boysenberry and some some silky tannins that, that, that sort of hung around on the finish. I love this wine. I thought it was really delicious. It was a pleasant surprise. It's a winery that I've not uh, really experienced before. And I thought this was uh, really right in my wheelhouse as far as uh, Pinot Noirs go. What did you think, Justin? So on the nose, I got like rich cherries and good smoked pork shoulder. On the palate, it was really unique. And now a word from our sponsors. Really Thank unique. You. Okay, really awesome. unique. The finish was like fruity, like dark, fragrant fruits. Lots of tan into it. I guess you didn't know his last name is Thesaurus. So, <laughs> what do you think, Denise? I, I, I'm speechless. Really, I'm. I don't know how Maury um, just completely overlooked the smoked meats. I, 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 I don't understand that at all. It just hits me right in the face, on the nose, on the palate. You know, I always joke about my guy who's from New York at my local Italian market. He's in the meat department and this is where I am. I'm in the meat department and I'm getting just an amazing, I don't know about an exact pork shoulder, but yeah, that could be there. I don't know where you're getting this smoked it's meat amazing. from. Cherry, cherry wood smoked. Yeah. 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 It's not like a barbecue at all. No, It's no. just this lovely <laughs> nose and taste. I like to have my meat with my wine, not in my wine. Try mine. In. I just want to make sure you didn't mix up your glass. Okay. No, I, no, I have seen you mix 
meat in your wine. <laughs> We're not Smell talking that. about praying to the porcelain god now. No, I've seen, no, I've seen you do it. No? I mean, three of us here are certified barbecue judges. I have seen you mix your meat and wine. Absolutely. So, Bob, we're often aligned. There's you? always the meat yeah. in your think teeth. About this. Oh, I Smart definitely think did. about. Right? Yeah. But no, this was unique. Yeah. Really neat. No, I definitely get that. That It's not smoky like a scotch, but there is definitely a smokiness to it. And it's not an overpowering smoke. It's, it's like a barbecue smoke. Mm. I definitely get it. We'll be back. Hey, and we're back, and we're discussing the Pinot Noir 2019 from Davis Estates. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with the majority here. I definitely get almost a smoked meat sort of nose to it. Um, I get an earthiness. I get an umami sort of thing going. Yeah, a hundred percent. Good uh, stuff. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's intriguing. I mean, as soon as I smelled it, I went, man, I really want more of this. It's a charcuterie board and a glass. Yeah. yeah. And it's just, it's it's a beautiful Pinot. It's got a great structure. It's got a huge backbone. Mm. It's not that fruity, happy time kind of Pinot right. style. It's, it's mm-hmm. more the grab you by the throat and shake you kind of Pinot style. No, there's a Pinot for cab drinkers yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And it's just, I mean, the finish on it is, is, is medium long. There's some berries there. It's got some nice tan into it. I mean, just a really, really well done Pinot. I can't remember the last time I've had one quite this good. Um, yeah, they knocked it out of the park with this one. So we're going to be rating the uh, Davis Estates Pinot Noir 2019 a well-deserved four sips. That's classified. Justin. Now we're up. going to talk about the Davis Estates Napa Valley Cabernet Sauvignon. It's 77% Cabernet Sauvignon, 22% Merlot grapes, 1% Petite Verdot, Napa Valley Vineyards, Ithaca, Antonori, Buckeye, Azalea, and Nicciolini. Age 22 months and 55% new French oak. And it comes in at a heady 14.9% alcohol by volume. It's a dark ruby color. You get aromas of fig. Good Luxardo cherries, blackcurrants. There was some lavender when we opened it, and it's even more magnified now, an hour later. And you get a little bit of oak on the palate. You get complex layers of stewed fruits. You get a little bit of uh, chewing tobacco, cranberry, and a little star anise at the end. The finish... um, kind of get that Dalmore chocolate orange thing going on. And this is a really well-made cab blend. What did you think, Maury? I agree, Justin. You did a nice job uh, describing it. Um, I love the uh, the cherry on the nose, the black currant. Um, the lavender was definitely prominent. Um, on the palate, again, layers of, of fruit and complexity and uh, 
you know, the tobacco and a little bit of leather I thought was really nice. I didn't really get so much uh, the star anise. It was very, very subtle. Um, finish is medium to long. Uh, I agree with you. The, the chocolate orange is there. It's subtle. It's not overpowering. You got to look for it, but it's definitely there if you look for it. It's got some nice tannins. It's got a beautiful structure and backbone. I think it's going to continue to age for a long time. It would definitely be described by many as young, but certainly not too young and not uh, and not ready. Uh, today, it did well with air and it definitely improved with time in the glass and we, we've venturied it to help it along. I, I loved it. I thought it was delicious, extremely well made, uh, really no flaws. Uh, I, I don't. The biggest shame of it is it's not widely available outside the winery. Mm. Denise, what do you think? Ooh, that's what I think about that. It's too bad. Everybody should have access to this wine. Um, the two of you did such a great job describing this wine. I, I'm just so pleasantly surprised by the lavender. That we got it right? You were surprised no, we got it right? No, 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 by the lavender. I'm surprised you got I it love right, yeah. Lavender. Um, so when I, you know, noticed that on the nose, I, I thought that was really exciting. And we talked briefly on uh, on the break about where all these flavors come from and how we or other people describe them and pick them up and notice them. And we were talking at length about, you know, the herbs and, you know, it's like walking through an herb garden. And out in Napa, they grow a lot of herbs. I mean, every winery uses rosemary as a hedge, Um they grow a lot of lavender out there. We were recently out there. There was a winery that all the lavender was in bloom. So it's really interesting that these wines, these grapes, these vines just pick up all of these beautiful floral notes um, and herb notes. And, and this particular wine, I don't often get lavender. So it was a pleasant surprise. The wine itself is delicious. I love the finish. Uh, yes to the chocolate and the orange, but more specifically orange rind. I get a little bit of uh, like a tartness. I don't know if it's tart, but... Um, no, it's definitely more orange not, rind than orange fruit. Right. Not orange fruit. It's it's a little more tart, like, like the rind. And it's just, it's a really, really great combination of flavors. Love it. I guess it's a good thing that they don't grow grapes near like garbage dumps and things of that nature. <laughs> that is a good thing. <laughs> but clearly, I think you bring up. I know where there's a winery that's right behind a garbage dump. And uh, yeah. have you ever tried the wine? No, that's why. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, perfect. Well, I think one of the things we were talking about how, you know, some of the uninitiated will, will ask, how do they get all those different fruit flavors in there and what are they adding? And I think uninitiated people don't always realize that the grapes although it's just a grape it can produce all these amazing flavors mm -hmm. and palate um and a lot most of it usually comes from the grape however in in some cases and this may be one of them uh the stuff in the area shouldn't be underestimated which is why it's so important where your vineyard actually ends up because you're right you can pick up the rosemary from the rosemary hedges we've seen wineries where there was previously a mint farm or a citrus farm or they have olive trees planted and some of those in addition to or probably Prior to the vineyards both okay and and i think that it's interesting to note how i don't know the mechanism and whether it's pollination and bees which the bees do a lot or other things or soil or terroir but i think some of those outside ingredients and flavors work their way into the wine and create some of the magic and so this is why it's so difficult to reproduce the same wine even with the same clone of grapes in a different location 
because so many things are are variable and unaccounted for. So, sure. If again, you've ever grown mint, you know you will forever have mint in that ground. You cannot get rid of it ever. Um, so, huh. yeah, it just yeah, never it's like goes a weed. away. Yeah, no matter what you do. Never put it in the ground. It will never go away. Believe me when I tell I believe you. you. I've done it. I still have it. Bob, you have anything to add? It's a fantastic wine. I mean, just really so well put together. Um, it's on the nose. Again, that floral, the lavender, that floral note to it. Um, mm. On the palate, it's just so heavy with dark fruit. Um, a little bit of a uh, little bit of tobacco note to it. On the finish, chocolate, citrus, definitely, definitely uh, citrus oil or citrus rind, not 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 the fruit itself, not the pulp. You know, it's not big, big, big tannins. Um, no pith either. <laughs> pith is bitter. Mm. And again, like the Montalina wines we had before, big, big tannins, front, front mouth tannins, not back mouth tannins, um, but huge and just so incredibly well put together. Um, yeah, I. The only bad thing about this is we only have one bottle, um, and it's probably difficult to obtain. I'm understanding is it's mailing list or winery direct only. Yeah, I. That's what I'm led to believe. I've never seen it in the store anywhere in Florida for sure. Um, if if it is available here, I sure I, I've missed it. But uh, fantastic wine. So we're going to be rating the uh, we're going to be giving the Davis Estates Napa Valley Cabernet Sauvignon twenty eighteen an extremely well deserved four sips. That's classified. Well, so, Bob, it's up to you now to tell us about the final wine of the show. If one must, one must. So. Our why don't we just drink it instead of talking about it? Yeah, let everybody just listen to silence and static. Yeah, to hell with it. Some I'm slurping. Done. Yeah, I'm Some just white done. noise. Yeah, I'm just done. Some image of Because honestly, a sip is I worth mean, a million words. We, normally when we're doing a whiskey episode, we just have Brent over there heavy breathing. But, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the wine that we're going to be tasting now is the uh, Davis Estates Phase 5 uh, from 2015. It's 100% Cabernet Sauvignon. Uh, 28, uh, 28 months and 225-liter French oat puchins, uh, 85% new. Um, the color on this is as black as Satan's heart. Um, it is absolutely opaque. It is absolutely fantastic. Um, light does not penetrate this. This is, I mean, the extraction on this is insane. Um, on the nose just a, a, a cluster of wild fruit and berries dark cherries black currants a little bit of baking spice and on the palate hold on mm. on the palate just wow just absolutely wow chocolate black cherry a little bit of a in the very, very back, a little bit of an herbal note to it. Um, huge body, beautiful, beautiful texture, just just mouth coating front to back, top to bottom. 
a finish that goes on and on. It's got a nice tannin to it, nice chew to it. It's, I think, now just really starting to come into its prime. Um, over the next, I would think, maybe four or five years, this is just going to continue to get better. Um, but absolutely delicious wine. I, I just I really, I'm, I'm almost speechless. Extremely well done. What do you think, Denise? I agree with you. Uh, mm. I'm loving the wild berries today across the board. Um, and this wine definitely delivers on that, on the nose. Absolutely. And on the palate, really. Except they're a little deeper, they're a little darker, I think, on the palate. Um, there's a description about some dry sage. Here we are again with the herbs today. And there it is. Um, and that's a really lovely surprise. They also uh, describe a little bit of cinnamon. I have not been able to pick that up. No. Um, I keep going back to it. Uh, but somebody picked it up somewhere and wrote about it. So um, it would be interesting to know if other people, I mean, not necessarily at this table, could pick up on that. Uh, I agree with you. This is a big it's a, wine. It's a monster. It's yeah, full it's body. Monster. It's got an amazing mouthfeel. It just keeps on going. Um, yeah. I'm just sorry we don't have a few bottles of this yeah, I, wine. I, yeah, I'm just, I'm upset. I know where there's I'm one sad. bottle yeah. that might disappear. I'm just upset there's not <laughs> a case of it here. Yeah. That's all. I mean, this is this this is huge. This so is we open the wines and, and then we all get to enjoy them later and there there may be a fight. I'm, I'm thinking there's going to be a fight. Mm. Mm. No, there's not. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, you know, I do want to say one thing. When you guys use the term, oh, I got a little sediment surprise in mine too. Big today. and, that's and monster. Fun. There was Why definitely not? some sediment on the cork. Uh, but when you use the terms "big" and "monster," it implies it's young and needs time. Mm -mm. This mm -mm. wine is beautiful mm -mm. right out of the bottle. It we've is. aerated it and we've let it sit in the glass now. But it was delicious the minute I poured it. It's still delicious. It's the other one with the flavor turned up to eleven. Uh, I find it just big, but These big. Bloating flavors, not big as in tannic and tart and puckering, um, just the opposite. It's ready to go. I do think it's got a beautiful structure and backbone. It will last for many years, but I don't think you have to wait. I think this one is ready to go right out of the bottle. It's a beautiful cab. It's classic. It's You can tell it's 100% Cabernet Sauvignon. Um, again, the deep purple black color is just startling how dark it is and black like satan's heart yes. i'm telling you it's mm -hmm. just it's I, um, it, i'm having trouble coming up with enough words to really describe it right the tannins are there but they're silky and beautiful oh, it's yeah. definitely not over tannic it's definitely not astringent no. or any of the things you associate with a young no. highly tannic it, cabernet i mean it's 2015 vintage so it's got some age on it but I, th I could see this one easily going for easily another 10 years and just getting better. But do you need to wait? No. No, you don't. No. <laughs> if you I, have a bottle of this, open it today. I agree with Denise, what Denise said. I'm getting much more um, savory spice than the cinnamon, um, the sage, and maybe a hint of rosemary. Um, it's definitely got uh, lots of dark fruit and dark cherries and things like that. Um, this is a delightful wine. I, I, I'm happy to just take the bottle and, and leave now. You know, My mind is a raging torrent flooded with rivulets of thought cascading into a waterfall of creative alternatives. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yes, that's, that's exactly that's what I was it. trying to yeah. say. It's nice when you have a great wine that 
you can enjoy the minute you open it. So often we will have a wonderful wine with dinner. And by the end of my meal, I'm like, oh, wow, that wine got really great. And now I don't really have any more. But a wine like this, from the beginning of the meal, you're enjoying your wine with the meal. And that's pretty special. Yeah. Uh, and the packaging wine. is gorgeous. The bottle's heavy. It's yeah, simple packaging, it is but the bottle is tastefully done. Uh, I've just, everything about it, it's the whole package. Yeah. If you're not happy with this, then again, something deep inside your soul is broken. I mean, honestly, it, we've had six wines today and, and there's not a, there's, I mean, I, I'd, I'd take a dump truck with any one of these six. <laughs> this would definitely be my wine of the day. <laughs> yeah. Uh, perhaps eclipsing even other wines we've had on other shows uh this is really spectacular hmm. what do you think justin it's bold it's balanced it's complex it's a wine for celebration or a wine to close that really important business deal well the fat man made a funny all right well we're going to be rating the davis estates fay five 2015 an extremely well-deserved five sips Oh my goodness! Yes! 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 Denise, try to control yourself. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> Here's the sound Maury's never heard. Well, that's all the time we have today. <laughs> Want to thank everybody for coming. Good thank thing everybody. there's wine. Thank everybody for coming. No, you thank me. Screw all of you. <laughs> thank me for this table. Good lord. Uh, thank you, thank Denise. Thank you, Bob. Thanks, thank Bob. you, Bob. Thank you, Maury. Bob, a pleasure to be here. Thank you for finally getting us something that was worth drinking. You didn't like the Mogan David last episode? This is a step up. Oh, okay. And thank you, Justin. Thank you very much. Well, we're going to be doing a episode soon on Bartles and James Vintage from the 80s. It's going to be awesome. So, Yes. Well, this is Made Man Bob reminding you that life is too short to drink bad wine. And thank God we didn't have to do that today. So, No, sir. Yahoo. No, sir. Yahoo. <laughs> we hope you enjoyed this episode. If you're listening to us online, do yourself a favor and tap. Just tap it in. The subscribe button. Give it a little tappy. Tap, tap, tap a room. The easiest way to listen to our show is to ask Siri, Alexa, Google, Uncle Larry, or whoever it is that talks to you on your phone. Play podcast, Sip Suds and Smokes. We love your feedback, and you can reach us at info at sipsudsandsmokes.com. Our tasting notes flow out on Twitter and Instagram with our handle at Sip Suds and Smokes, and our Facebook page is always buzzing with lots of news. You'll also be able to interact with the thousands, millions, and millions of other fans on those social media platforms. Do us a favor take the time to rate this episode if you're listening to us online. That's a big help to us, and we get to see your feedback as well. Come back, join us for another episode. And keep on sipping. This has been a one tan hand production of Sip Suds and Smokes, a program devoted to the appreciation of some of the finer slices of life. From the dude in the basement studios, your host, the good old boys, will see you all next time.